I don't even know who did Bust a Move. Young MC. That's Bust a Move by Young MC. <laughs> Say it there. It comes out here. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the laughter. <laughs> the heroes. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters. And the honesty. What's up, Norm? My nipples. It's freezing out there. <laughs> because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears. And Brad in LA. And today we do a double take. Wait, a double take? Did, didn't we just do this last week? We did. And now we're doing part two of our new series called, wait for it, same title, different song. Real catchy there, Spearsy. Real catchy. Double dumbass on you! Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Podcast Network. You can find our podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and the CLNS Media mobile app. And don't forget to listen to our podcast at the CLNS Media website. You can find it at clnsmedia.com. And as always, please, if you love our show, share the links on social media. And don't forget to like our page on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Hey, 80s Nation. So here's the story. Our last show, which we released just a few days ago as we speak, was about different songs with the same title in the 80s. And yeah, we recorded it after a few weeks of taking a much-needed hiatus from uh, our normal podcasting routine. So maybe we didn't have our A game. But it appears that we didn't make our point well enough. And it also appears that my co-host Brad may have insulted an entire allied country. So we're going to record part two right away. I insulted Canada? No, no, no. I, I gently mocked a popular singer from Canada. Gentle. It was gentle. Did, did our lawyer call you? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, 10 bucks is 10 bucks. You confused Corey Hart with Brian Adams. Um, either, either on purpose or as in terms of an insult. And... It was, it was, oh, no. It was done out of love. It's done out of love. <laughs> and... You took their beloved uh, rock trio Triumph and mocked them mercilessly. So much so that our favorite celebrity listener, Alexi Lalas, even texted you to complain about it. I, As I recall, and let's, we can all go back and, and check the track, but as I recall, I said that I thought people would chafe at the description of Triumph as a poor man's rush. Right, which they are I, certainly not. I, I, could not. I could not be any clearer as to not ragging on triumph no yet, i didn't do that and yet you got a text from alexi well if which you want i could give him your number he can text you about the stupid <laughs> things you say well what, what did what did alexi say he said and i quote brad you ignorant slut oh wait no that was a different show he quote he said sweet jesus i wait two, i wait two weeks for a new stuck in the 80s pod and you proceed to disparage the greatest rock trio ever to come out of canada Yep, I said it. Triumph is greater than Rush. 
Bold words. And he might very well be right. He's ready to back him up. <laughs> so, he, so here's the deal. Special part two edition of this series. We are going to honor songs from the 80s, or at least by artists best known for their work in the 80s, for different songs that happen to have the same title. Now, in some cases, we have discovered that, like in the case of the song Jump from last week, uh, more than two bands in the 80s have that song down. And so it's, it's kind of like we're, we're, we're dipping our toes in the water in this series and seeing how deep it is. Oh, and, and it gets what pretty we have deep found in out, some places. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very deep, very cold, and the water is very black. But what we've decided to do this week, or I decided to do, do it this week, as a, as a way of saying um, I'm sorry. I don't know how to say it in French. Uh, do you know? Do you speak French at all, Brad? Um, oh gosh, I took two years of French in high school. The teacher was a complete fascist. <laughs> she was like a Vichy French teacher, actually. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. Um, so I don't really remember much of it as a protest against her political views. Understood. Understood. So here's the deal for this week: we have three more, three more song titles. So six songs. Each one of these has a version recorded by a Canadian artist. Oh. So it's kind of our nod. I do not think these will be the last. To our friendly neighbors to the north. I don't think these will be the last songs from 80s artists from Canada. In fact, I know for a fact we were going to cover four songs this week, and then we, we were going to try to cover the, the song Heaven before we realized that there's at least four bands that did a version of that song in the 80s. And so, yeah. Single single word song titles like that, you're you're kind of asking for trouble. It's like, <laughs> kinda, why is, yeah. did, did anybody record a song called "Dude"? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some jokes if you do if you Google it online, like songs with the same title. People people have fun by saying, you know, there's at least twelve bands that record a song called "Intro." <laughs> 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 so anyway, we're not going to be that literal, but we are going to do six songs. Um, which share three titles. We'll tell you how they did. After that, we'll go into um, some seggies and get everybody caught up on seggies. And then hopefully uh, all amends will be made. You know, one time it we actually did a whole episode on Canadian music in the 80s. If you go back to, to 2007, which granted was 12 years ago, and you look at episode 95, we did a whole show on bands that were mainly fam- famous in Canada that didn't cross the border quite so well. Oh, interesting. Okay. I do remember that show, but I didn't remember the that it was, you know, were locally famous in the Canadian yeah. nation. <laughs> so anyway, so go back and listen to that one if you really think that we, we've, we've gone amiss as far as north of the border. But in the meantime, let's start things out with this song from Chilliwack. She didn't have to leave me. She didn't have to run She didn't have to go without a word to anyone I hope she's doing alright Got no way to know Unless she gets to hear this song Hear it on the radio My girl She was a world to me She's gone And that's a tragedy My girl is just a memory That's My Girl, which came out in 1981. Uh, Chilliwack. 
uh, is a Canadian band that was in action from about 1970 to 1988. They wow, that's a good name after the city east of Vancouver, which is where they were formed. So there oh. is actually a city called Chilliwack, which I'm sorry. I'm an American who's lived in Florida not 99% of my life. As far as you can get from that part of North America. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I know that Vancouver's on the west coast of Canada. That's about as much information oh. as I know about geography. It's a beautiful city, Steve. It's a beautiful I, yeah, city. Yeah, that's what I understand. So, But in the meantime, Chili Wax My Girl, which the title is normally followed by the gone, gone, gone when it's mentioned, but I'm going to ignore that. Gone, gone, I, gone, been gone so long. I've been gone, right. gone, gone so long. Their highest charting song in Canada, reaching number three on the charts in 1981. Hmm. Also the highest charting song that they ever had in the U.S., uh, it came to number 22. And I swear to God, I'd never heard this song before. I was going to say the same thing. I don't think I remember this contemporary, contemporary. Well, I don't think I remember this from the time. I'm familiar with it now, but I think I'm familiar with it now because you hear it on the 80s on 8 and stuff like that. Right. Exactly. That's that's about the only time you would hear the song. I, I I don't think it really carried much uh, weight on the radio in Florida back in the eighties. It's catchy though. It really could be a you know a bed for a commercial. Like what would the commercial for that be? Rental furniture. Oh, <laughs> that's perfect. Yes, lease to own. <laughs> yeah, your girl's gonna be gone, gone, gone unless you get that big screen television set. She'll have a couch, couch, couch to sit on. Yes. Come to Chilliwack Furniture Rentals. No money down. Bad credit accepted. So I think we've got a link. It doesn't have much of an 80s sound to it. If anything, it's kind of still fighting off the sound of the late 70s, I think. Yeah, and the the harmonies in it are a little, yeah, it's it's a little bit of a carryover. But. Anyway, Chili Whack, they, uh, they've done some reunion shows over the years. And from what I hear, they still play a fair number of outdoor festivals. I don't think we see them too often in the States. And if you do, it's probably right around the... Northern border. The aforementioned to dip across the border. Exactly. Uh, they are not the only My Girl uh, artist from the 80s. Here's one from Donnie Iris. I've never heard this song before. Tell me you haven't either. Well, I've heard it now because I listened to it today to get ready for this show because, dear listener, we must be informed before we tell you our silliness. Um, But I hadn't heard it before that. And I was kind of surprised. I'm like, oh, Donnie Iris, okay, I'm sure I'm going to recognize this. It's his highest charting song in the U.S. Can you believe that? What? Isn't it? It's just impossible. How is that? Yeah, how is that possible? That's crazy. How is that a bigger charter than... (laughs) exactly that got to number 29 on the charts i I mean that one at least took at least five minutes to write the lyrics to since it's ah and leah and then ah and leah i love that song i do too but um but no for some reason this one got to number 25 in 1982 uh I didn't know this really. I, I'm not a huge fan of Donny Iris. I didn't follow him, and it sounds like for the most part he kind of peaked in the early '80s. So maybe you know, not quite on our radar. Probably best known to music fans outside the '80s for his work with the Jaggers and Wild Cherry during the 1970s. Wild Cherry. He, oh yeah. He wrote the uh, number two hit, uh, "The Rapper," while playing with the Jaggers. 
1970, and he was a member of Wild Cherry when they had Play That Funky Music as a chart topper. Uh, I mean, that is that is time and place, super 70s single right yeah. there. That one I remember. Play That Funky Music? <laughs> yeah. Parentheses, white boy, close parentheses. <laughs> exactly. Not gone, gone, gone. I will say that this, it sounds like he was going for the kind of doo-wop sound yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Very kind of just 80s version of a doo-wop track right and if you like that then you're probably going to enjoy this I, I, it was a little bit much for no me. i don't need to hear it again i do need to hear this next song again many many times this might be one of the more recognizable songs this week on the show uh this is one from berlin No More Words was a huge hit for Berlin back in 1984. Uh, it reached number 23 in the charts, and then it was re-released in 1985 when it came out with the movie soundtrack, Vision Quest. Loud and sway, Thompson High. Did you make a wait? I don't know. I hope so. I hope so, too. Oh. Is this on the Vision Quest soundtrack? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a great soundtrack, by the way. It really is. It really when is. When we name-check great soundtracks of the 80s, for some reason, like, you always kind of go to Purple Rain and then all the John Hughes movies. You're really missing out unless you tackle Vision Quest. It was the B-side to Madonna's Crazy for You. And if you're wondering why it's so damn amazing, well, it didn't hurt that Giorgio Moroder produced it. Uh, good old, good old Georgia Marauder. Brad, you and I have seen Berlin at least three times over the years, and I could tell you because I know set lists so well. They pretty much always open with this one. Okay, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's, it's a great. Again, it's another one of those tracks that just it comes out of the gate hot. It doesn't there's none of this like we're we're going to noodle around on the synth for a few minutes and and then have Sting say I want my MTV <laughs> in the background before we get started. No, this one just it's out of the gate. Let's go. Yeah, Boom. yeah. Hot track. You you know, the, you know. I think that one of the things I always loved about Berlin Live is that they they every time I've seen them they opened up with like three of their biggest hits right in a row. So right. by the time they're done with you're that, like, you'll hmm. listen to as many new cuts as you want. You're just so happy that they've played three of your favorite songs in a row to start the show. Nobody does that. Yeah. Yeah. They front load the set for sure. And then they always close with something like some, like, well, we've talked about this on the show, but that first year we saw them when they closed with a cover of highway to hell. Oh yeah. (laughs) That just blew my mind. It was amazing. It was so, so good. Yeah. And they usually shove, uh, take my breath away, like right there towards the very end. And then they come back with, uh, like a cover of highway to hell or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, No More Words, by the way, is also the name of the chapter in uh, your favorite DJ, Richard Blade's autobiography, World of My Eyes, and it's about his romance with Terry Nunn. How many mentions of, uh, how many times does he mention Dave Gahan in the chapter? <laughs> the whole book. No More Words. Is, the whole book is named after a uh, Depeche Mode song. A Depeche Mode song, yeah, yes. Yeah. He's got his agenda, we have ours. Ours is to continue on. Now, here, now here's an interesting one. This is where I kind of knew the direction of this week's show was going was, Somebody on Facebook, on our Facebook uh, group page, suggested mm-hmm. um, when, when I was polling on songs to listen to, somebody had said, No More Words by Berlin and Luba. I, I'm, I presume I'm pr- pronouncing her name right. I have never heard 
the word Luba before today. No more words tonight. No more words. I don't ever want to hear you say you love me one more time. No Luba, uh, born Lubia Myra Kowalczyk, is a Canadian singer-songwriter from Quebec. And she was huge in the 80s hmm. in Canada and pretty much okay. nowhere else. Well, if she, is, if she is in Quebec, then possibly she was more limited to just the Quebec market? I don't know. Was she... Did she Performing French? No, I mean she won the Canadian yeah. Juno no. Award three years in a row in the eighties. Oh. So she's, I mean, she okay. had nationwide appeal. She had broader appeal. Okay, well, I please Luba fan club, don't <laughs> yeah, at me. Please don't. Like we still have problems with the Aha fan club. The her signature tune from nineteen eighty three is a song called, and I'll play a few notes of it here. Every time I see your picture. Never heard this song either. We were in a different place. In 1989, were you really thinking, were you really going down to the record store and thinking, hmm, I just graduated from college. Should I spend some of my hard-earned money on the on sampling the delicate delights of Canadian female singer-songwriters? No. 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 No, you were not. You were buying a Cure album and going home and going, oh, I have to do this for another 40 years. This sucks. This sucks. God, there's probably a whole lot of truth to that, what you just said. Because I was... As as you were painting the picture there, I was trying to imagine nineteen ninety. What was I buying? Because I really that would have been our senior year in college, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By by this time in nineteen eighty nine, we were out in the world. Oh, or at least I was. But like we, we were probably barely scratching a living and really not having a lot of money oh, yeah. to spend on records. I mean, I remember thinking, "Geez, why was I in such a hurry to get out of school? This sucks." I was so eager to leave Gainesville, Florida. I was too. I, I didn't want to stay there one more minute. And I Gainesville like really expect me to be here every day at eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell is that all about? Oh, I learned that like after my freshman year. I never took a class before eleven. But oh no, I'm talking about work. Oh, work. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, and wear a tie. Well, I didn't have to do. That, I did for my first job. I pretty much haven't had to do it since, which is kind of nice. Today, I just wore the same pair of jeans I've worn for the last four days. I wore them again today with the same pair of tennis shoes that I've worn for the last three months and a gator shirt. <laughs> Ironically enough. <laughs> huh. A gator shirt. wonder where you got that. You're missing games. Maybe in 1989. <laughs> yeah, for, doesn't, doesn't, it fits a little. Now you're just trying to, now you're just trying to get back. You're in such a hurry to leave. Yeah. And now you're just trying to get back. That's not true. I haven't been back to Gainesville like in 17 years. Well, the, the state of mind. Perhaps. I know. Well, maybe. Anyway, uh, no more words just from her 1989 album, uh, All or Nothing, which reportedly has musical contributions from Mike Campbell from Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and Paul Schaefer, who is obviously a fellow Canadian. Okay, Steve, that's two down and one to go. So why don't you let me bring it into to Seggy time here? Our our third track today. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna use the the Gen Gambit. I'm gonna give you the artists. We're gonna talk about a song by April Wine. 
and a song by Lou Graham. And here's April Wine's Just Between You and Me. Just between. April Wine. Is there a more like seventies band <laughs> name than April Wine? It's it's, it's awful. It's so dated. <laughs> it's amazing. April Wine has been around almost as long as we have been, Steve. They formed in nineteen sixty nine in Nova Scotia. Jesus. And the band has released more than twenty albums since nineteen seventy one. Wow. Just just like good for you, man. Good for you. Miles Goodwin is the lead vocalist. He's one of the founding members. And from 75 to 82, they had quite the run of albums. They had seven albums in a row that were gold or platinum. I guess we should have included them in our I five know, in a I row. I feel bad now. I don't feel too bad because I wouldn't have known this until I did some research for this. Uh, 1982's Nature of the Beast had Just Between You and Me, which was also their highest charting song in the U.S. It reached number 21. Slightly bigger hit here than it was in Canada. Yeah, I think number in Canada, I think it was number twenty-two. So that is kind of ironic that, yeah. that their biggest yeah, hit here. That's interesting. Anyway, yeah, they've been nominated eleven times for a Juno. Speaking of Junos, but they've never won. Wow! But they are in the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. Oh well, there you go. Is, it, is that like the Canadian Rock Hall <laughs> of Fame, or is it just music? Don't start down that lane again, my friend. <laughs> so they're still touring. Again, at their age, good for them, but almost exclusively in Canada. Uh, Now, here's a fun fact for you, gentle listeners. Just Between You and Me was the 15th song to play on MTV's first broadcast day. Wow. It's a live video, if I remember. It's it's them performing. And I remember seeing it, and it gets – and I remember not even hearing of them that I know of before – the early 80s. And I was watching yeah. the video and like these people are going crazy. I'm like, who the hell is April Wine and why is everyone going crazy over them? I mean, how could they be so popular? Of course, you know, uh, they're, you know uh, uh, they live it's in It's not so much that they're popular as that they had a video and MTV needed to fill well, the time. No, but I mean, they are hugely popular in Canada. Uh, oh, sure. So, yeah, yeah. And, and and then in the final course of uh <laughs> the the final course of the song, they start to they say this the song's name in French. Uh, you took two years of French. You should be able to. Uh, to, to rep- Here we go. I can I can butcher this with the best of them. Soulement entre toi et moi. Wow, that's much better than I would have done. And we use we use the familiar <laughs> we use the familiar toi, which means you know like hey we're we're like close and stuff, as opposed to vous, which would be you, oh. like a more formal you. Well, that's nice. So we're kind of like buddies yeah. with April Wine. Then that's nice. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of buddies. Um, buddy, hey buddy. <laughs> so our second—I won't say version because it's not really like a cover. Our, our second song by the same title. You're going to remember this one. This might be as much of a a spine tingler as uh, Berlin's entry earlier, but this is Lou Graham's song, "Just Between You and Me." Now don't you know-
you remember earlier when we were talking about how we almost did Heaven and we decided not to because mm-hmm. there's too many versions? Ironically, when I heard this song or when I know this song, I mean, this is one of the few songs I, I really did know ahead of time. I thought the name of this song was Heaven. And so I was shocked. We're like, oh, this is uh, just between you and me. I always thought it was called like, Heaven. So I, we really have a problem. It does have the same name. Yeah. Well, this is, this is just – it is truly vintage Lou Graham at – at his peak power, right? Even in even in 1989, I would have if, if you had just played this for me cold, I would have said, "Oh, that's from like maybe '86." Not really, kind of having the foreigner timeline in my head really strongly at that point. But that is a fantastic song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, obviously, we know him from Foreigner for so long. His solo career didn't start till the late '80s. And yeah. he had over the years. I think he had four solo albums, but there's really only two that get the attention. There it was "Ready or Not" from 1987, which had "Midnight Blue" on it, and, mm. and it had the title track. And then there's "Long Hard Look" from 1989, which has "Just Between You and Me," aka Heaven. <laughs> aka, <laughs> this is like yes, this is like the earlier one of the early versions of this list of songs. We had "Rats Round and Round" and the cars round and round. I'm like, wait. That's not actually the name of that Cars song. Uh, no, I know. It, it's, it's funny how that works out. Uh, this was a top 10 hit for Lou. Uh, second only to Midnight Blue in terms of solo success. But uh, I don't know if you remember, but when we interviewed or when I interviewed John Payne from Asia earlier this year, he talked about how he and Lou were such good friends. Yeah. And John said that Lou has pretty much retired from touring solo these days. He will occasionally, or he was occasionally performing with Asia. Like he'd come on in the middle of the Asia set and do like three or four foreigner songs and then get off the stage. But Hmm. a lot of people who follow the news would also remember that uh, he was supposed to perform with Foreigner again this fall on a tour of reunion shows, but he had to bow out. He had like a, a series of medical issues, you know, related to his age and. And stuff like that. So he he's had to bow out. So I, what the future holds for him as far as touring, uh, we just don't know. But I'm glad we saw him when we did on the cruise because yeah. he was fantastic. He was fantastic. He was amazing. He really hit his spots. You know what else would hit a spot right now? The, the Ziggies. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for mystery movie moment. Uh, we'll play a snippet from a movie from the 80s. I don't know why I'm saying movie in a different way today. That's kind of different. Are you going for the Canadian vowels? Maybe. I, I, I'll i try. I can't. Boot and a boot. Yes. Uh, if you get it right, you're entered into a drawing for some Swaggerino, and the Swaggerino remains the bottle openers that are postal friendly. So even if you have like an old bottle opener from us, you know, you could talk us into giving you a new one. We'll see. You never know. You never know. Pay attention. Here was the clip from the last time we did this seggy. Is Mikey here? Who are you? I'm his father. Father? Are you the, are you the sperm donor? What do you mean sperm donor? I'm the kid's father. That's Look Who's Talking. You must have picked that because I know I would never pick anything from that movie. <laughs> I did. I did. Not not anybody's best work, but that's okay. It was hugely uh, popular. Know, cash, I think it was one of the cash the check. Yeah. yeah, it was a big hit. Big it was a hit. big hit. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you read some of the winners? 
Okay. Oh, I see you did me a solid here. Thank you, Steve. Winners this week include Jeff King, Leah Mitchell, Brock in North Dakota, and just about every name that we're going to read for Name That 80s Tune. So stay tuned, yeah. listeners. Yeah, this is one of those weeks where we're going to run out of energy trying to read all the names. As I, as Jen and I were talking about this once, and she's like, isn't it more important to have participation than just to trick people? And I'm like, yes. you know, yeah, I can embrace that. So sometimes, you know, sometimes we give you a softball, and I'm not going to – I think that's okay. Right. Swing away, listeners. Swing away. Then we make it hard on alternative shows. Like last week's uh, I Want My Mystery TV theme song, I think only two people have gotten it right so far. That's true. I should tell people – I guess I'll tell people now. We'll just see if they catch on. It's from a soap opera. So if that helps you. That's a gigantic hint. It doesn't narrow it down That's that much. It's of you. Narrows it down to about 10. Anyway, in the meantime, pay attention. Here's this week's mystery movie clip. Eight to six minutes. That's what happens in that six minutes. If you know it, email us at podcast at sit80s.com and tune in soon to find out if you're a winner. <laughs> ah, the mystical refrain that is name that 80s tune. We will play another snippet, this time from an 80s song, hopefully. We don't always get it in the 80s. I tend to pick early, late 70s stuff sometimes and totally screw the pooch. But anyway, pretty sure we had it right this time. Well, actually, I'm not sure at all. Brad picked it. But oh, yeah. uh, it's, it's 80s. Pay attention. It's 80s, friend. It's 80s. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Do you even know me? Do you know what a rule follower I am? Of course it's from the 80s. Uh, anyway, pay attention. Here's the clip from the last time we did this. That's Bust a Move by Young MC. So don't just stand there, bust a move. Okay, Brad, we could we could mince words here and talk about how much this song means to us, but I think you'll do everyone in the world a favor if you just start reading names now. And uh, Before I get to that, I have to say that I picked that song mainly because I wanted to hear you say, Bust a Move by Young MC. There's no way. I had several people email, like, there's no way Steve picked that. That's, A, it's, too, it's from too late in the 80s, and B, just no. But I can't remember who it was. Somebody emailed in and said, I really want to hear you guys do a version of that. Oh, I saw those emails, and they were trying to suggest uh, lyrics. Yeah, we were, we were. I was working up some alternate cruise lyrics, but in the meantime, while we do that, I just want to say, Steve, <laughs> your best friend Harry has a brother, Larry. In five days from now, he's going to marry. He's hoping you can make it there if you can, because in the ceremony, you'll be the best man. You say, neato, check your libido, and roll to the church in your new tuxedo. The bride walks down just to start the wedding, and there's one more girl you won't be getting. So you start thinking, and then you start blinking. A bridemaid looks and thinks that you're winking. She thinks you're kind of cute, so she winks bank. And now you're feeling really firm, because the girl is stacked. Are those really the lyrics? That's the last verse. I love the line, you say neato, check your libido, and roll to the church in your new tuxedo. That is fucking genius. You texted that to me earlier today. I just thought you were being spunky. I didn't know. (laughs) Well, that too. But that is, it's genius. So Young MC wrote this when he was, I I don't know what year he was. He was a student at USC when he wrote this song. Yeah. Interesting. So anyway, that's enough about Young MC. Here's some winners for you, kids. Winners this week include, buckle up, Alex Peter, Anna Norcal, Alan Titus, Jesse Elgato Grande-Smith, Andrea, not Andrea Crava, 
Kevin in Chilliwack, BC. Hmm. Christine in Philly, Hermit Jack, Greg in Ohio, Brian Gibson, Kevin Wench, Joe from Athens, Tom Corn in Austria, Donnie Gettle rhymes with metal, Bill in Nokomis. Nakamas, we covered this. I think it's Nakomas. Billy Wall, Mike Wally Walters in Diego, in Diego. Mike Wally Walters in San Diego. Thanks, Steve. Eric from Nova Scotia. Bill Wesley, DJ and Clinton, Alejandro Sticks, Cardoso Solis from Tijuana, Mexico. PJ Verrecchia, Kyle in Arkansas, Darren Myers, Lou, sweet Lou, really. Dave Horn, Victorian Big Bear, Kirk, Kyle in Arkansas, Darren Meyer, oops, whoops. Kirk in. <laughs> jumped lines there kirk from friendswood jeremy and st pete dave parrot chris the 80s queen in massachusetts heather h from tennessee nate chops johnson danny from wisconsin dr dim gene and gilroy dave morgan maine's benevolent 80s overlord ron raymond jr who needs a shorter nickname dave in oxford and joseph purdue okay that was an adventure I will spin the wheel since I think you're out of energy, and we'll find out who our I got to tell is. you, I just read the '80s phone book, dude. I know that's pretty much everybody. Uh, here we go. <laughs> and looks like it's gonna land on. Ah, uh, wouldn't you know, Kevin and Chilliwack. <laughs> it's so fitting. What are the odds? <laughs> Not good. Uh, in any case, Kevin, send us your uh, postal address, and uh, we will try to get something out to you. In the meantime, pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. If you know it, email us at podcast at SITDs.com, and tune in soon to find out if you're a winner. Hey, that's all we have time for this week. If you have songs with the same title that you'd like us to cover, just email us at podcast at SITDs.com. Just between you and me, Steve, I've got no more words for today's show. Oh, okay. Well, then in the meantime, Brad and I will remain here, hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is a member of the CLNS Media Network. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for our theme music. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or the CLNS Media mobile app.